Coming at you live from DNHQ in beautiful South Pasadena, California. This is a Blue Heaven Game 3 pregame. That's, that's, that's all I had. It wasn't as hypey because I don't know if I'm as hyped today. We lost the game in game two. We lost the game and I'm annoyed. But what's going on, guys? My name is Clint. You can find me as RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. That guy. That guy is DMAC underscore LA on Twitter and Instagram. Douglas McCain in the flesh. You've had a day to stew on on a game two loss. How you feeling? Give us some some early thoughts before we get into it. And guys, of course, this is a live stream. Let us know where you guys are representing Dodgers Nation tonight. Drop it in the comments with uh, your your zip codes, or not your zip codes, your area codes, and uh, and and or your cities. But give us some uh, lead off thoughts. So I'm still uh, I was still agonizing about that loss because it really felt like the Dodgers beat themselves more than anything else. They had multiple opportunities to score runs. The defense by Trey Turner that left a bad taste in my mouth. And I think this Dodger team, though, this is going to be a dogfight. This is a Padres team. This is their World Series. But tonight you go down to Dodger <laughs> Stadium South. You got a big business trip. And I'm not saying it's. It's not saying it's a matter of life or death. I'm saying it's more important than that. You can't lose to the San Diego Padres <laughs> in the NLDS Dodgers. Listen to me right now. You win tonight. You seize control of the series once again, and you take it from there. But get to Blake Snell early and often. But I'm, I'm confident, though. I've, I've flushed the loss. Let's put it that way. Flush the loss. So what you're telling me is must win? Are I, we in must win territory? Because you've been talking shit about must win I'll, 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 all, all day. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a must win. If they lose tonight, it'll be a must win against Musgrove because then they'll be facing elimination. I think, look, if you want to yeah. be a guy out there that says if you don't win, if whoever, I've seen a lot of people out there saying whoever wins tonight wins the series. Look at last season. The Dodgers, they were down in a bad predicament against the Giants. They win one at home. They win one on the road. You see what happened in 2020, down three games yeah. to one against the Atlanta Braves. No, until the Dodgers are down on the mat and then you see the eight count, then, then it's a must win. Tonight is isn't a must win but I think for the Dodgers sake they can win tonight and they should win tonight and I'm excited to see them go out there on the road in an electric environment the first the first home postseason game in San Diego since 1906 <laughs> since or was it 2000 whatever it is okay it's been forever Bruh. right no but seriously it's going to be a great atmosphere in San Diego I'm actually happy for the San Diegans and the Dodger yeah. fans are going to pack Petco. But uh, what are your thoughts? How are you feeling going into this game, Mr. Clint? Uh, I would much rather be up to nothing than one, one, because I think to, to get a, a little ahead of ourselves here, my one thing, my momentum shifter for the Padres was to beat Kershaw and they got to Kershaw. And honestly, they, in a, in a sense, they got to Kershaw and they got to Julio in the two starts. So it's, it's again, not the most ideal, um, they've given up six earned runs in 10 innings. So you, you kind of found a way to get to the starting pitching, but let's return the favor here at Dodger stadium South. That's the goal on today's show guy. We are talking about the series moving down to San Diego miss. I'm calling this kind of the mismatch of the series on paper. Uh, the bats stay cold. We got to talk Mookie. We got to talk about trays kind of, we'll say unbalanced postseason so far. Uh, matchups lineups and a whole lot more let's get into the comments right now we appreciate you guys uh rocking with us as always uh, as always eric asked we guys watching the phillies versus braves uh yeah we have it on the tv right here so often if you guys are watching us and you see me just staring off into the distance you'll see that austin riley austin riley's up and he's over three but the phillies uh 
Yeah. Well on their way to a uh, to a dub here against them Bravos. And I got news for you. Nobody wants to see a Padres, Phillies, NLCS. That is a ratings disaster. We need the trilogy. We need Braves versus Dodgers three. Okay. So hey, Manfred, go cook this. Go cook this. Okay. We need uh, just in case. Not but uh, not taking any fears. We can win the old fashioned way. We're not the trash throws. Mister Classic in the stream saying, "Of course they're all men, but Superman." I don't remember what I said anymore. So or what we said. So that. Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that might make uh, you know sense to somebody or not. Uh, I don't know. But Henry, Henry's a checking out on YouTube, says Gonsolin going to pitch a great game. We like the positive vibes. We like the good energy here. Um, Gus says ITFDB. Almost. we got about an hour till first it's pitch. But you, you see anything stepping out, uh, standing out to you? Yeah, I feel the way I felt towards the end of the postgame show in the last game. There was this quiet confidence, but also some nervous energy from some of the fans because you don't want to put yourself in a position where you go down two games to one and you're facing elimination on the road. That's a tough situation, but everyone out here is, you got Mookie better hit. Adam eight when We're going to talk some Mookie bets. I actually dropped a video early on my thoughts on Marcus Lynn bets and him needing to step up, so we'll definitely dive into that. Cody says Gonsolin needs to have a big night. Look, it, I have a lot of confidence that, that Gonsolin Johnson's going to go out there against this Padres team that he's had a lot of success yeah. against. I think it's going to be a, a, a big night for Gonsolin either way. We'll see if he can put some of his postseason woes behind him. We'll see how he feels out there. We'll see if he's efficient. That's the big thing I'm looking for for Tony. Is he yeah. efficient? Stretched yeah. out, four-ing, 75. But uh, other comments here, we got uh, Alondra Dodgers have also gone to their starting pitching too. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. last game, mm -hmm. and you feel good about getting three bombs off their ace and getting them out of the game there early in the sixth inning just they weren't able to get that big hit against that Padres bullpen but yeah everyone is excited tonight we got the 805 Oxnard in the house that's Gus we got belly bomb incoming wow so you're gonna be coming off the bench yeah so he's, he's a, not a, starting a bench lineup. belly bombs but uh yeah what are you seeing over there anything uh standing out well let's get into a few folks where they're at we got CTF checking in on YouTube saying representing two of the sorry the 714 Fernie's checking in Indio California the 760 sorry to hear that Maddie the city Cities in El Paso, Texas, 915. I think you said Alondra from the 805. Henry asking, what are we eating? We have some really salty almonds in the office. So, you know, but I'm also having uh, some uh, Jim Beam fire on ice here. So shout out to our friends over at Jim Beam for helping us get through this uh, 40 minutes-ish of pregame show. Uh, Santa Clarita's in the house. Badger Ninja 99. Uh, Austin has a, has a drinking game here. It says every Dodger left on base is one shot. I think Doug would die. Yeah, I'd be too brito from that's the like, flow up for that, sure. Yeah, that's like a, a year's total shots for you because you don't drink. I drink. I drink all the time. Oh, what are you yeah, about? he's tore up right now. Oh, hey. Oh, he's doing it. Chug, 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 chug. You guys chug, 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 chug. Make, make sure you guys are staying tuned for uh for post game. Let's we're, go. We're all gonna be here all night long. Doug's gonna be post gaming from here in DNHQ. So uh Ooh. we'll be rocking with you all day and all night long. Jesse's checking I in from Carson. I love you guys. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> he's already he's already I tore up. Hey, hey Cody, what do you what do you think about this guy over here? There's producer Cody on the cam. What's up, guys? Uh who? Chuck McCain? Yeah, what do you think about Chuck McCain here? Guys, if if we win tonight, you will see a wasted Doug 
on the post game show, and I think that's what everyone wants to see. Yeah, if give, we if Austin Barnes hits a people. home run off of Blake Snell, I'm gonna do a shot out of my shoe, Seattle, Seattle Mariners style. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys, like I think tonight's gonna be electric. I mean, Friday night, yeah. San Diego, Gonson on the mound, D Mac. I'm nervous. Hold me, Nando 390. <laughs> hey man, here I'll do the one of the yeah, the, yeah. the the Vin Scully, the Jaime Harim. Oh yeah, do the the, the, uh-huh. the yeah. Oh, there you go, Nando. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's uh, let's jump in. Of course, we got a 5:37 first pitch in San Diego. The game is gonna be on Fox Sports One. Um, from on AM570, our friends over there. <clears throat> and, um, you know, it's also on our Twitter, so follow at Dodgers Nation. But before we get into the game, let's talk just a hair about game two. 5-3 loss, so the series is is matched at, at eight, eight runs apiece. Uh, again, to me, I feel like getting to Kirsch was the worst thing that could have happened. Manny breaks out a little bit. Getting that big, I mean, it was nice. It was only a solo in the first, but still, first inning home run off of Kirsch set the tone for that game, and it and it throws the vibes right back in the corner, and it throws the momentum right back in the corner of, of the Padres, which is something you absolutely did not want. So the fi- vibes are at an all-time high for the Friars, and I keep saying vibes, but that is important. It's about feeling good in these, especially in these early short series. Uh, Mookie's NLDS, you know, Still not doing hot, we'll say. Dave talked about it today uh, in this pregame. You know, the, the offense kind of rides, I wouldn't say rides and dies with Mookie, but he is the true catalyst to this team. And as he goes, they go. And, you know, we we, we heard our friend Dave Essay talk about it uh, on Petros and Money yesterday. You, know, you kind of wonder about his, um, what am I looking for? I, I'm not questioning his focus i know he's focused the guy's a professional we can't expect pro athletes to just sit at home and twiddle their thumbs until it's time to go do their job and play baseball but maybe he did a few too many things maybe before the start of the series i don't know when you're down or when you when you feel like you're down 3-0 and it's a 1-1 series you're gonna nitpick and find anything to be frustrated about or or whatever and and mookie's not quite doing what we're hoping or what he should be doing or what we're used to doing and then you know that combined with everything i can understand like it's easy to start the finger pointing but um did you see the thoughts uh, there and and just uh, give us some some mookie thoughts in, in two games so far the series i mean i said after the post game on after the last loss i said i have seen more mookie bets bowling highlights than i've seen baseball highlights and i love the fact Bruh. that he can bowl a perfect 300 but i'd rather see him hit close to 300 <laughs> on the baseball diamond because the reality is when mookie is living his bets life on the diamond so are the dodgers and the numbers back that up if you look at the dodgers this season with mookie bets when he scores one run this year they have an 812 win percentage when he doesn't a they're just over uh, they, they have a, a 544 win percentage at 31 and 26 in the postseason when Mookie Betts scores the run since he joined the Dodgers LA is 7 and 10 when he doesn't score and they're 13 and 2 13 and 2 when he does so the the proof is there he it has to be the table setter he has to be that catalyst that spark plug and so far in this series just one for eight he did get that double that went under Grisham's glove but only two hard hit balls you see him expanding the zone uncharacteristically and he just 
doesn't look like himself at the plate. And yeah, most players you say, okay, you'll wait for it. But this is a short series. We don't have yeah. all the time in the world. Mookie Betts needs to step up. He needs to play like that $365 million franchise player that he is. And is it the Jimmy Kimmel thing? Is it the party? I'm not so sure it's that because Mookie Betts has hit below 700 OPS for the last month of the season. So this, the reality is Mookie Betts hasn't been great for a while now. So we'll see because he has had his ups and downs. But I do think that... He is going to have a big game, a big series, a big uh, two games in San Diego. I think you'll get some Mookie magic. We saw the diving catch he made a few years ago. Yeah. We see him having success at the plate. But, yeah, it cannot be understated. He is big for this offense. Big for the offense, big for the defense. Defense, I don't know if it's bad. It's not It's not as crisp. We're not seeing celery baseball. It's not very clean baseball by the Dodgers so far. You don't know if it's a symptom of a five-game layoff between the end of the regular season and the start of this of this first round for the Dodgers. But, um, you know, they just they just need to start putting together complete games. And and my 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 takeaway or my my hot take, we'll call it, for where we're at entering game three, it's – the, the Padres are in the driver's seat right now because they don't have to, they don't have anything to worry about, you know, any games they win or it's like, Oh hell yeah. You know, we, we were able to beat the the powerhouse Dodgers two times. We already beat the powerhouse Mets to get to face the Dodgers. Dodgers have all the pressure in the world on them with this series, because you're talking payroll 111 wins. And we talked about the wins, you know, towards the end of the season there, how it can Come back to bite you in the ass. I'd, I'd much rather be. In a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. One of these, you know, 88 win uh, Nationals type teams sometimes that just rides in, you know, hot at the right time. And then we don't got to keep doing this every year where, hey, they're going to they they won 100 games. And, you know, it's a it's going to a five game series against a team you didn't expect it to go five games against. Even though I did. I said that in a preview show. I knew this is going to be a tough series. They weren't going to sweep. And you could put that broom away, sir. But uh that's it. You know, just the, the Dodgers. I don't know if it's the Dodgers got a there's nothing they can do out there except just go and win. You know, that's about it. Yeah. I mean, that's I, how you take away the pressure. It, exactly. I mean, one win changes everything. It changes the momentum <clears throat> of the series. You get home field advantage back. And I said in the previous show, it said my heart says sweet. My brain says a five game series because it does feel like the way these two teams match up this Padres team. This is their World Series. They're sick and tired of hearing about the Los Angeles Dodgers. And let's not forget, ladies and gentlemen, the Dodgers were once little brother back yep. in the day. The Dodgers are the franchise when they were back in Brooklyn that lost to the New York Yankees five times before they beat the pinstripes in the World Series. But the Dodgers, they need to come up big and they need to show Lil Brother once again that you can't beat me. Look, Michael Jordan, I'm not comparing the Padres to Michael Jordan, but you know who Michael Jordan never beat in a game of one-on-one? -on -one? His older brother, Larry Jordan. And we need to Larry Jordan, the Padres, and just say, hey, Lil Brother can never beat me. And you put them in your place and you say, hey, even the Dodgers not being at their best 
win this series, I think there's a little more pressure on the Padres because then, then you realize, yes, it feels like they're playing with house money, but how, what, what's the next opportunity that they're going to have like this, where you're facing a 111-win Dodgers team, where you have won a series in the wild card. You only have Juan Soto for a couple seasons, and Manny Machado's having a great year. The way that this this rotation bullpen is set up. The Padres, really, yes, they are going to have a window for the next couple of years, but you're not going to have that many opportunities to knock off the big, bad Dodgers on the block. They got to take advantage. Uh, I was talking to somebody uh, on the way here, and this is the last thing we say about the past. We got to start looking ahead. This is a pregame show, not a post-postgame show. Um, we, we saw, you know, in 20, Dodgers beat the Braves. 21, Braves beat the Dodgers. Padres beat or Dodgers beat the Padres in 20. Is this is this history repeating itself again? We hope not. But let's uh, let's move on. And again, guys, let us know where you guys Better are re not. representing Dodgers Nation tonight. Let us know where you're going to watch the game. Give us them cities. Give us them area codes. We got some good comments going on in here. Uh, well, here's a bad one from from uh, from Matt saying Soto's going to go deep on Gonsolin. We uh -oh. don't want that. We don't want them bad vibes. Padres fans infiltrating. Hey man, good for the numbers, good for business. Keep he, coming. But I do agree, Soto's gonna be gonna be a problem. Uh I don't I don't know the I don't have the numbers in front of me. I don't know what Tony's splits were, but uh, you know, that slider's his real weapon against lefties. And if he doesn't have the slider, again, he hasn't thrown more through two innings for over the last two-ish months. So that that's definitely a problem. And that's where it does become kind of the upset of the series or the mismatch of the series. Uh, on on paper so far um yeah i like gonsolin against against uh soda i mean the splits were really even lefties and righties this season i think the more most important thing is is gonsolin out there hitting his spots is yeah. That split change, does he have the feel for it early? Because when Kershaw got into trouble in game two, he didn't have the feel for that curveball. I mean, he did have the feel for that slider on a couple at-bats there, but we'll see Tony Gonson. It's going to be a major, major test for Tony Smokes, and I hopefully it's going to be California love down there in San Diego, but I will say <laughs> that this, of all the games, if you like the chess moves of baseball, I think this is the game for you because yeah. if Tony Gonsolin is not able to go two, three innings, and you have to get into this bullpen, which of those long guys do they go with, Heaney or Dustin May? It's just so many big questions for tonight's game. So Yeah, yeah. importantly, bullpen is is uh, fully available. Let's get into the game three notes here. The full plan, bullpen is fully available. I do have one thing to say, though. Avoid Blake Trinan. <laughs> what I saw, I did not like. He, he had no put-away stuff. It was... It was like, you know, I saw a 60-year-old man throwing in a Sunday rec league <laughs> uh, with a lot of velo, but it just uh, it didn't have the crispness. And it had, it had the, um, it's the type of stuff that you'd expect some, from somebody, you know, in their second or third spring training game. Somebody who threw five games across six months um, of regular season. I don't like what I'm seeing. I'm just saying... He went out there, gave up a run. Not that it proved to be the difference maker in the game, but it didn't help. And um, yeah. that's my thought on on trying in there. Look, I said it. I said it a month and a half ago. Just give up on the trying in thing, dude. Should have had shoulder surgery. You know, Jesus isn't gonna heal your shoulder. I'm sorry, dude. Um, you know, stop stop stealing our, uh, our our championship aspirations here. But 
New look lineup tonight. We'll get in a lineup in a second. Again, mismatch of the series on paper. Let's look into that right now. Importantly, though, you got to capitalize early and clean it up. Tony Gonsolin on the bump. Nice season. 16 and 1, 214 ERA, 24 starts. All star season in that Cy Young conversation until he missed 40 games with that forearm strain. Um, We've talked about it already. We did like a little bit of what we saw <clears throat> in his uh, short return outing because he was throwing everything. He had some conviction, at least in the first inning, but he, he lost his command there in the second. And um, that combined with you know the postseason numbers going up against a dude like Blake Snell, um, you know, you you talked about about uh, the efficiency for Tony. It needs to be the efficiency. It needs to be the compete, but. Uh, make me feel positive about this matchup. Make me feel positive about Tony Gonsolin. And this is what I wanted, by the way. I was saying game three is his spot, but I, wa I want to hear it from you. I mean, he's had a lot of success against the Padres this season, a sub one ERA. He's mm -hmm. familiar with their hitters, but there are those pretty nasty postseason numbers for Tony in the past. And you just... Look at that second inning. He did struggle with command, but I do like the fact that this is a Dodgers team that's going in there and he knows he has to perform and he knows that he's not going to be expected to go six innings. He's not going to be expected to go deep into this game. You just have to go out there, give you a solid four, five if you're efficient, but it's really an unknown because Tony's with Tony's stuff in the last start, second inning gave him some hits. He did. He yep. was fell behind in the count. So he just has to attack the zone. It's the same formula for success as it always is with Tony Gonsolin. Attack the zone, throw strikes, trust your defense, and then hopefully you get those outs. And then you have someone, maybe an Evan Phillips coming after you to face the meet the top of that Padres lineup. And then you give it to a bulk guy, a Dustin Mayer, an Andrew Heaney. So the path to a victory tonight is about getting those 27 outs. And I just hope that Tony Gonsolin's not psyching himself out thinking, I I need to go deep into this game. No ticket, one pitch, one batter at a time, and just settle in down there in San Diego. And I do think this is a good spot when you consider the fact that, yeah, it's the postseason, but you see those Padres uniform, you see them 19 times a year. It's yeah. a spot where he's been comfortable in the past. So I yeah. still feel really confident about him, and I'm looking for that command early on. Familiarity is definitely on his side, but it goes, it goes the same way. And, you know, we've talked a lot about this matchup. So we're not going to get into it more, um, or at least in terms of, of the two teams facing each other and how much they they played in the postseason or in the regular season and how much that really doesn't matter here. Uh, you do you think this is this is a start that kind of makes or breaks his postseason career? Like, is he going to be the cat or or a goat? <laughs> like, it's what uh, um, nine four five ERA over seven games in his career. I mean, if he goes out there and gets rocked and he gives up a couple bombs, I mean, I've been been, you know, I've been pretty critical of Tony Gonsolin in the postseason. So it wouldn't necessarily change what I think about him, but I've also seen him a lot evolve significantly as a pitcher. He's not the same guy that he was in 2020. The pitch mix is better. The trust in his stuff is better. He made the all-star team this year. But if he goes out there and he can't go deep, I think you could lean on the fact that, hey, he's coming back and he's only pitched in those two innings. It's not like he was healthy the entire time. 
and you expect him to be fully built up and stretched out. So I think there's that you could say. But yeah, I mean, every time you start a game in the postseason, especially when the series is tied, it's a big series like the Dodgers and the Padres. If you do have a bad start, mm -hmm. it's going to be magnified. Just ask Clayton Kershaw. Everyone focuses on his bad starts, but I'm hoping that he can turn the page. Look, Trey Turner, look what he's done with his postseason yeah. run so far in a few games. You really changed the narrative. Tony Gonson can do the same thing tonight. And he's got to. He's really got to because uh, I don't know that uh, very many fans, self-included, can look at the series being down 2-1 and, uh, you know, having to face Musgrove, who's riding high, and, you know, you're going to go to Julio for game five and hope for the best there. you got to have your trust, trust in Julio, but let, let's try to knock this out in four. Before we get into Snell, let's get into a couple of comments here, a couple of locations. We got... Uh, uh, Gian, 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 I'm assuming, in Australia. Totally nailed that. Hanging out on Twitch. 559, Rome is checking in. Rome is the name. That's not the uh, area code of Rome. El Paso, Texas. 915, Eric's checking in from the 91711. Hmm. Roach checking in from Chernobyl. <laughs> what up, Roach? First? <laughs> he's always first. Yeah, he's always yeah. first, no, no matter how deep into the show that we are. Candy is in Houston. Uh, Juan's checking in again from Redlands, 909. Uh, Jay Bryant, you'll appreciate this one. Jay Bryant, 23-24. I'm predicting a Gonzo win. A Gonzo dub? A oh. Gonzo win. There it is. Meow with the W. Yeah, yeah. He'll How throw many? that up there. Yeah. 16, yeah. He had 16, uh, 16 meows this, this season, so why not keep it going? 562, uh, the LBC's checking in. Thank you, guys. Thank you, James. Appreciate you guys hanging out. Uh, somebody checked in and then said bye. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, a whole bunch of people around. Let's see. Um, we got this one, yeah, Brian. Comments? I'm thinking three innings from the Gonslingers. We got a friend of the show. Three from May and another three from the bullpen. Yeah, let us know down below. How do you think they're going to play this thing out? What path do you think they're going to have to get those 27 outs? Who do you think will follow Tony Gonslin? Of course, it's going to depend on if it's a leverage situation, how the matchups stack up. But we got 909 Pomona in the house. The Dodgers are the better team. James Brown. Yeah, I think you could unequivocally say the Dodgers are the better team, but the Padres, their 89-win record doesn't reflect who they are. That didn't include a Juan Soto and a hater who's really seemed to figure it out. Suarez, a lot of these guys have really turned their seasons around and yeah. just really stepped up big for them. So I would throw out the records, but the Dodgers playoff stresses me out. That's from Adam818. Amen, brother. I think you speak for all of us. That, That's that just me out. Oh, me out. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Stresses me out. There we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Smith going yard. We got home run predictions already. But yeah, I think everyone out there, there's just this tense energy because you're on the road. But let's not forget, it's a road game, but this is a Dodgers team that they've been through the fires in the past. You have a lot of experience. Nothing is going to rattle this team. You got the Freddie Freemans, the Mookie Betts. If this was a young Dodgers team, I'd say maybe they could possibly get rattled, but they know that this comes with the territory when you're making a World Series run. So I'm not concerned about that. I think the biggest thing I'm looking for tonight is Tony looking sharp early on with the command throwing strikes, but also can we, I said we, I'm usually a guy who's anti-saying we about your team because last time I checked, I don't play for the Dodgers, but it's all good. I'll They're use dressed. it. I'm dressed. I'm dressed for okay. the park. Yeah, they wear this. Okay. Uh, we got to get, go get out and get to Blake Snell early and score some runs, give some confidence, and take that momentum back because the thing about this Dodgers and Padres series is 
The Dodgers have dominated all season long. And even when the Padres have beat the Dodgers, it's been by a very razor thin yeah. margin. So, yeah, I think that this is almost a good wake up call, too, for the Dodgers to kind of say, hey, the postseason is here. We've been playing largely meaningless baseball for months now. I think that they're going to come alive tonight. and I think it's going to fuel them. I like the fact that they're going on the road in a one one game. I'd be I would I would not like if it was the other way around because that nervous tension at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, no, that's a good that's a good pull. You know, I mean. They you always say, or they always say, if you're the visiting team, if you could take one of the games in in the home ballpark, you're gonna feel good. But it goes the same way. Dodgers take one here. The, you know they got the the very clear cut series advantage. So um, you mentioned Snell, 24 starts this year, nine and ten record, three three eight uh, ERA. He had a very much better second half, two four two ERA over his final uh, 12 starts. Not great in his career at Petco. Uh, a lot of grass out there in San Diego, but um, pretty solid against the Dodgers. I mean, he had some some not great outings against LA this year. Nothing, he's nothing like Sean Manea. Uh, I wish he was starting, but nine starts uh, or nine games in his career against LA, one and one, two five ERA. Uh, that's all regular season, of course. The World Series game, which he was already asked about yesterday again, and he's just kind of getting, you know, it's like, look, it is what it is. I didn't like the move. He's made it very well known. Probably would have won that game. Uh, it is what it is. But he'll be facing off against a, a Dodger lineup that you know looks uh, looks a bit different. Of course, the top of the order is the same, but we're seeing Austin Barnes in there. I do like Barnes. Or I do like. I should say I do like Gonsolin throwing to Barnes because you know you got to get the captain in there making it happen. Yeah, exactly. I mean that's going to be special. Special to have. Austin Barnes playing the same game as his son. I know that they probably it was probably awkward at breakfast this morning, but it's really cool to see them on the diamond yeah. in the postseason once again. Yeah. But yeah, the thing with Blake Snell is you either get Snellzilla, 12 strikeouts, going deep, a filthy slider, or you get bad Snell. It's good Snell versus bad Snell, mm -hmm. and we'll see which version we get tonight. <laughs> like you mentioned, a 2-5-4 ERA against the Dodgers this season, but a shaky start against the Mets in game two of the wild card series. He had six walks in three and a thirds innings. So he, the command wasn't there for him, but when he faced the Dodgers early in the year and had that 12 strikeout game, the pitch, the Dodgers had no answer for was that slider. So we'll see, can the Dodgers get to that slider? How filthy will it be? Will he have the command? But what I'm looking forward to is if you look at the first two games of this season, the approach at the plate has been very, not Dodger like has been yeah. uncharacteristic for this team you've seen them be a little too overly aggressive early in counts not building counts not working that count up not taking pitches that we've seen them take and i want to see them get the pitch count up to blake snell where if he's dominating at the very least you have going five innings work that pitch count up but also you got to be aggressive in certain spots too because we saw that that was really the approach in 2020 so yeah. Um, pick pick your spots, take your walks. Uh, know that this is October baseball. The ball, the baseball does not fly the same way it does in July and August. Yeah, and I think great we've point. seen that so many times with this team. The over reliance on the home run ball to to uh, lead to scoring, especially off you know high velo guys, some of the better pitchers in the game. You wait for that homer. And we've seen way too many ball uh, baseballs die on the warning track here in October. So change it up a little bit. Keep the line moving. Try to find some grass. Keep it low. You know, go for the doubles. Do what what Cody Bellinger did last postseason when he was arguably their best hitter in October. But 
Lineup one through nine. Mookie, Trey, Freddie. Got Will Smith as a DH. Max Muncy moves over to start at second base. Justin Turner gets his first start at third. Or was he in the lineup in third? I forget if he. Yeah. Okay, he was at third in, uh, in game two. Chris Taylor gets his it first must. start of the series. He lives. Trace Thompson in center field. Belly on the bench. Mookie, uh, Mookie Betts friend Gavin Lux on the bench. Of course, Austin Barnes batting ninth and catching. Um, really, the key to this this lineup and what uh, what in this series and this postseason, Marcus Lynn Betts. And we talked a little bit about him. We talked a lot a bit about him. One twenty five average. It's only two games, but you lose two more and you're done. Uh, does he come out and and I mean, he's he hasn't had great success against Snell in his career, but he knows he's seeing the headlines. He understands what he needs to do. He knows the papers are starting to write about him. What can Mookie do to to kind of you know change it up and get back on the right track? I definitely think that Mookie could have a big game tonight. I mean, he has seen Snell a lot throughout his career. Nine for thirty five lifetime with a seven seventy two OPS, two doubles and a home run. But I think the key for Mookie Betts is going out there and just being aggressive when he needs to be. That's what got him his home run career high this season. Just be the Mookie Betts that goes out there and finds a pitch that you can drive. And as far as the, uh, the rest of this lineup, yeah, you got Gavin Lux. He's sitting reverse split. You know, he's done better against lefties, but I'm fine with the lineup. But what I'm looking for tonight is I think that Trace Thompson flips the script. I think the conversation this whole year, one thing everyone's pointed out, is the fact that they they signed him to mash against left-handed pitching, and what happened? He raked against righties. I think that he goes back to the Trace Thompson that rakes against left-handed pitching tonight because he's a guy that he has looked overmatched throughout this series. He's gone 0 for 6, a few strikeouts. So I'm looking for Trace Thompson to turn yeah. things up, and it'll be interesting to see Austin Barnes, the matchup that the baseball world has been waiting for. But yeah, lineup-wise, they do need more from the bottom of this lineup because yeah. that's one of the themes of this series is heading into this postseason, it was about the depth, the length of this Dodgers lineup, how there is no holes. In the Padres, it was about how they were top-heavy and then they weren't getting enough production from the bottom of that lineup. But now the, flip, the script has been flipped, and it's the other the way around they're providing a spark for their offense where the Dodgers aren't doing enough for theirs yeah I mean all great points uh everybody needs a hit that's my point yeah let's all get a hit man <laughs> let's just all score a bunch of points and and win a game I mean a blowout a blowout would make you feel real good on the anniversary two-year anniversary of the Dodgers scoring 11 runs in the was it all in the first inning I forget 2020 was so long ago but they destroyed them Atlanta Braves en route to a world that'd be series. satisfying I take that yeah yeah I'm gonna do, here's a good luck good luck sh <laughs> good shot luck for the uh daughter's offense Chuck, Salute. Chuck, 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 Chuck. let's go guys these are real shots by the way go. yeah that's, these are real shots that's Doug's like, not like fake why is it. my chest burning it's been burning for 30 minutes now. <laughs> is that a side effect is that a side hey effect? hey Cody we're gonna have some fun on the post game show I'm just oh, saying we're gonna have yeah I wanted to get to a comment a super chat earlier oh we missed a super if chat it, it fits in perfectly now Matthew uh Villarreal 499 In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. How hard is it to come back? We don't want to talk about bad things. You know, tomorrow it's another 
kind of mismatched to me because you got Musgrove who's riding high against Tyler Anderson, who feels like he's been living on borrowed time for most of the season. Yeah, yeah. That's but, a really good uh, point. This Dodger team also plays pretty damn well with their back against the wall. And we've seen it. This is a team with the most experience in this postseason. And um I just say don't lose the night. Yeah. That's simple. I mean, look, this the Pats Hot are, take. Yeah. I think tonight's <laughs> the most compelling game because tonight's yeah. the real wild card because mm -hmm. Blake Snell could shove tonight or he could nibble and not throw strikes and walk guys and the Dodgers get into that bullpen where yes, the Dodgers have been dominated so far against this Padres bullpen going just four for 32. They went 0 for 17 in game one, but they have seen them quite a bit now. And also they have had base runners. There has been opportunities. They just have been able to get the big hit, but tonight we just don't know where we're going to get from Tony Gonsolin and Blake Snell. I think, yeah, he's great sometimes. Sometimes he's not. So tonight's the big wild card. As far as tomorrow, Tyler Anderson is also an unknown, but the Dodgers would feel better about him going at least five or six innings, ideally. But like you said, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Let's get the dub tonight. And I think the beauty of all this is... How satisfying would it be? That is really a theme of the Dodgers history. Only one time in their franchise's history have they clinched the World Series at home in 1963. They do work on the road. They clinch series on the road. And to show little brother at the Dodgers beach house that Petco Park is still Dodger Stadium, Dodger Stadium South, I think it'd be a beautiful thing to win on the road. And yeah, just not let's not get to a game five. I don't want that kind of stress. It's going to go game five. I Hashtag guess. content. It's got bad. I got bad vibes about it, man. Yeah. Uh, on the Gonsolin note, our, our pal Josh Gitt checking in on Facebook says, Roberts needs to have a short lease on Gonsolin. Uh, the second he gets into trouble, you got to yank him. Don't let the game get away. Uh, agree or disagree? I agree to a degree. I think we know cats don't like leashes. And I think Tony Gonsolin's a guy that he's going to want to fight to stay on that mound as long as he can. But I do think that... Scratch and claw, if you will. Yeah, scratch yeah, and yeah. claw, if you will. Stay on that meound. Thank you. Okay, we guys, we can go all day, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, fire up that pun gun. But uh, no, I, I definitely think that if you looked at the theme of this series... Urias, he goes five innings, 79 pitches. Clayton Kershaw, he clearly could have gone another inning considering the fact that he had retired nine straight. So that has been the theme. But at some point, you're taxing that bullpen. And then yeah. you, 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 you bring yourself tough, situa tough decisions. And I think when it comes down to those decisions, I definitely think you'll see a shorter leash. They're going to be looking at how much stress is he going through on the mound. Is he laboring out there? Yeah. How good does his stuff look? And, but I do think they will manage this game, especially a day after an off day. They're going to be aggressive with the bullpen pieces. Yeah, this is the, this is the healthiest the bullpen is going to be for the next couple of days. You have to win this game, I feel. It's not a must win, but I feel, I feel you have to win this game, which is saying the same thing in just different words. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's just, just quasi-less definitive words. Um, well, I have a question for you. Let the bullpen eat when it needs to. Let the, yeah, let the, for because absolutely. Tony's not going to go out there and go and, and throw a perfect game. I there you go. I had to get one more in there. Give me. I wanted to boo. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> uh, you said you had a question. Go ahead. Leave a super chat. <laughs> <laughs> Does the winner of tonight's game go on to win the series? Oh man. I mean, gut instinct is yes, but if we lose, then I want to say no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hey, there it is. That that's the Doug Doug McCain take. You know, let's find a nice nice uh, line and stand on it. Um, yeah, I mean, I really do feel like the series is right here because you're winning game one of a three game series, and 
you know, the Padres are home. You got to think there's a little bit of advantage there. You hope a lot of Dodger faithful traveled down and got across that, uh, that uh, San Diego LA ban uh, there at Petco Park or Dodger Stadium South. Guys, give us your predictions yeah, for this game. Give us your, uh, your who's going to go deep. Give us your pick to click, and then we're going to get out of here. We got about a half an hour until first pitch, a little under half an hour to first pitch. Who is your uh, your projected player of the game? Who's going yard? Who's having themselves a, give, a big game? Call your shot. Well, my player for the series was Freddie Freeman. By the way, I want to give you credit. You picked Freddie Freeman. That was your... Your pick to click. Hey, man, celebrate your victories. Going Donga. Yeah, celebrate those victories. I want to say Mookie Betts. I'm going to go Freddie Freeman, though. Freddie Freeman has had success against Blake Snell in the past. Yes, you got that lefty-lefty, but he knows why they brought him here. Andrew Freeman brought Freddie Freeman here for games like tonight to yeah. step up in a big spot. So give me Freddie Freeman going deep. I'm going to steal your pick. I'm going to go Marcus Lynn Betts. Mookie is hearing the noise, and he's not going to like it. And you know what? It's about time to go yard on Blake Snell. He's got to get this offense going. Swing at the first pitch. Don't worry about throwing, getting a lot of pitches against him because chances are he's not going to go through the lineup three times anyways. We've learned that about him. His managers have learned that about him. He was taken out of a one-hitter because he is so bad facing hitters three times. He's not going very deep in the lineup. And guess what? We learned the Padres have a pretty damn good bullpen as well. So capitalize swing early he's going to get knocked out in the fourth or fifth even with a, a potential lead it just is what it is but i'm going mookie go mookie how about you uh noah who's your click to pick yell pick to click i'm gonna go with mookie bats cody what do you got i'm going christopher armand taylor jr Ooh, wow i, I like that junior? pick i like Making that pick his he 2022 postseason debut i'm going ct3 Oc Taylor yeah. going to pop up. Tonight. And I want to see any of our players get fooled by Juan Soto and that Deke. None of that, okay? That big Deke energy out there That's, in right I, field. Hey, that was a big moment in the game. Max Muncy getting burned right there. It was there. huge. It's huge. Massive. Hey, Diane Schroeder's in the stream. What up, Friend Diane? of the stream. She says, keep mashing that like button for DMAC and Clint. So do that. And while you're there, subscribe, hit the bell, join the movement, join the rocket ship. Stealing from Bob Does Sports because that's what I do. They have a good brand right there. <laughs> Let's uh, let's get into some of the the folks' uh, predictions. Let's get into we still have to give our final score prediction, but I'm scared to do that, so we're gonna wait until <laughs> the last minute. Five to, do to three, that. man. Just go five to three. Every game is a five and, to three. That is yeah. a good call. Yeah. Walker Bueller's on the TV. Look, man, he looks like a kid right now. Oh, hey, butane, butane in studio on Fox talking about Tony Gonsolin. He's gonna say he throws baseballs. He's like a 70s game show host there with that backdrop. <laughs> it, Give him like is, a thin mic. That is hanging out with our friend uh, D-Train, friend of the show right there. Uh, where are we getting into some of the... We uh, got uh, Assailed Loner says... I'm way behind here on the Will comments. Smith goes yard versus Snell. Final, do, final Dodgers win 7-3. Uh, Jonathan says Austin Barnes. Our friend Trey's Gallo Phillips. I'm not, shorten that name, please. <laughs> My man. Our friend, lots of players. Imagine, okay, just be like, yeah, Dodgers season 22. Imagine if Barnes gets a base hit and Snell gets taken right out after. Look, Austin Barnes has Blake Snell's soul at this point, but uh, I think that's a chance. There's a chance it could happen. Freddie, the man, the man amongst men. Uh, that's that's it. Uh, Rebecca says, yeah, I'll go Muncie. I saw that. We got months in there. Uh, so, yeah, it's across <laughs> the board. Brian says, damn, he put CT3 government name out there. <laughs> you get you getting some love there, Cody. So, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Chris. Yeah. Christopher. You're going to give his social security Good, number out there, too, and his PIN number he's for no his Kevin, credit card? He's no Kevin Pillar, bro. Oh. 
Rest in peace. I miss, in peace. I miss Kevin Pillar, bro. Uh, Can you imagine if Chris Taylor goes deep after not using him in the last game? And, of course, you understand the, the shorter swing path to the Austin Barnes. We understand that. But come on, man. Ock Taylor. Norm, Taylor. Norm says Will Smith is going to go yard. Apparently, somebody said the awful name of, of Matt Stairs, which is one of the most frightening things you can do in October for a Dodger fan. Um, David says prediction. Trace Thompson will strike out three times per usual. Yeah, nobody's He's picking, just waiting for San Diego. Trace, He's waiting for San Diego. I think the moment's too big for him. I think that I, there's he doesn't look good at the plate, but he did have some okay at-bats where he drew some walks after not, falling behind the he's count. He's not swinging. He's flailing right now. and, and yeah, yeah. That's a good time for him to turn it around for sure. Uh, James Brown says we got a 4-3 to three ball, game, ball game. Tyler says love you, D-Mac. Everybody loves D-Mac. Isaac, Dodgers, 7-4. I like that score. I'm going to go 7-4 as well because I do think Padres we, Dodgers. Oh. I, I, I do think they're going to get some points. If they win, if they if the Dodgers win, that's going to be the final. If they don't, that's not going to be the final because the Dodgers yeah. didn't win. Teresa says 6-2. I.E. Doyer, our friend. Good follow, by the way, on Twitter. Find I.E. Find Doyer. Uh, he's going Will Smith. Diane says 8-2. Dodgers go off today. That'd be great. I think that'd be great for all of our stress levels for anxiety. 69 runs. 69. Yeah, 69. Jonathan says D-Mac has a higher chance of hitting a homer than Trace. I don't know if I should be offended or... He's got a... How dare you? He's he's got no strike zone. He is like... He is like uh, Vlad Guerrero Sr., amplified by a thousand it's a big swing it's looking it, it, long right now yeah it's, it's yeah. not even you know his was was nose to toes yours is you know hell heaven to hell really is yeah. that's your strike zone right there he's hacking you can get you can get doug about five feet above his head he's swinging and yelling and it's a good time i got three hacks i'm taking them all rest in peace yeah uh, uh, old uh, old uh, d- office baseball daniel right lawrence there. says 10 to 3 dodgers ryan orion montez says 5-2 dodgers roach says Dodgers win 69 nice to two. There's one. There's one. We, we got, got uh, a 3-1 there. Dodgers win. <laughs> Padres choke today. That's what they do, man. They're perennial gaggers down there in San Diego. I mean, that's what happens in the postseason. But D-Max suit up, Dave. 8-2 <laughs> Brady. Quiet the Padres fans. You wanted to see the Dodgers silence San Diego. So you're going 7-4. to four. I'm going to go... I think the Dodgers are going to score some runs tonight. I think they're going to get to that bullpen. I think that their fortunes are going to change with runners in scoring position. Give me Dodgers five to three. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is fucking right, Ryan, uh, line riding right there. You said you said you feel or or you think. What's the actual feel though? Get let let people behind the D Mac curtain. Yeah, it's always a different. Let, let uh, people know two. the actual fear going on. Yeah, I know the, the fear comes Steam, with Steamboat Mickey is going off right now. Yeah, the fear for me just comes from. I wouldn't necessarily call it a fear. I would say that the biggest concern for me is that Gonson has pitched just in two innings since returning from injury, and if the Padres get on top early and Blake Snell goes out there and he's eighty percent Blake Snell, where he's not nibbling, like he's always going to throw more pitches yeah. because that's how he gets that swing and miss, and that's the way he attacks hitters. I just fear that they get a run or a few runs uh, and put up a cr- some crooked numbers against Gonsolin and then this team is pressing at the plate. You don't want to mm-hmm. see that. But I do think that this team, I mean, just look at the their record this year in San Diego. 6 to 3 a 6 and 3 record versus the Padres in San Diego. They're very comfortable there. It's just about executing at the plate. It's the biggest cliche, but it's just a fact. They're not 
they're not putting together at bats like we've seen all season long in the last game. And we're not going to break it all down. We've already done that. But this team is they're going to go out there and they're going to realize the importance of this game. And I think they are going to rise to the occasion and accept the challenge against Blake Snell. And I think they're going to want to go out there and score some runs. But uh, no, okay, I'm going to change my score. I'm going to change my score. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I, that is cyberbullying for you, gang. We did it, internet. I'm gonna change. I think the pot. I think. I think tonight, game two was the was a wild game. Uh, then just like 2020, I think tonight you'll see some more offense from from both teams. I think. I think. T- I think the Dodgers win seven to five. Give me seven to five. I'm gonna go seven to five tonight. High powered. High powered show out a shootout down there in uh, San Diego. Yeah. Carl. Carl says extra innings tonight and then a coin flip. And that just terrifies me to no end. So whatever ends up happening, that guy's going to be there right after the game. Stay tuned. Wherever you guys are watching us now, Doug's going to be there for your DN post game show. So make sure you're locked in Dodgers nation, YouTube. That's Dodgers nation TV, youtube.com. Check it out. Go to DodgersNation.com slash live. You can find us there. Doug has figured out how to make the LA with his fingers. He's a pro with the fingers. Find us on the internet at DodgersNation.com. We'll be putting out a whole bunch of content during the game. If there's a goose, you can take a gander at it there. Find Blue Heaven. It's a podcast. We're on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, everywhere your podcasts are available for free. Again, I already plugged YouTube. That guy's DMAC underscore LA. I'm Real FRG. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram while you're on the internet. Follow at Dodgers Nation on Twitter and Instagram. Shout out to the boy, the man, the, le- the myth, the legend, Mr. Cody running the board. Hi, hey guys. <laughs> if, you're, uh, if you're right around Dodger Stadium and you're looking for a bar, guess what? Go to Dodgers Nation, <laughs> Dodgers Nation TV on YouTube, and you can go find the bar guide. Check out Doug and Cody's masterpiece bar guide on our YouTube channel. Go Dodgers. We'll see you after the game. Bye. stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.